Hello and welcome to Masters of Divinity. I am your moderator, JP, and I am here as always with my friends, Father Charles. I thought Father I, Chuck. Yeah, I answered it both. <laughs> How you doing, man? I, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. We're, yeah. Um, how many Pokemon have you caught? Ooh, um, let me let me let me let me find out here. Um, we're just gonna get right into this, aren't we? Huh? I'm just uh, well. That's part of the introduction now. From now on, on the podcast, because um, <laughs> it's gonna be part of our identity. I have here. I have caught seventeen. Okay, Father Chuck with seventeen Pokemon is here with me, and I'm also here with oh. my friend. He's still looking at the pictures of this article that Fun sent. <laughs> I am also here with my friend Matt Wells, who can't control himself. Matt Wells, how are you, and how many Pokemon have you caught? Um, I, I am fantastic, and it is innumerable how many I've caught. Um, <laughs> all. The answer is all. The answer is all of them in two hours. No, I actually don't know. How do you, like, what's the easy uh, way to tell you that? You have 26. I have 26. but 26? Excuse me, I'm not done. But <laughs> I get rid of all the regulars. I mean, the repeats. So you would actually have to go by the amount of candies I have for each character, you know? No, you like no, no, no. Go and hit your Pokeball uh-huh. and then go to the Pokedex. That's what I'm looking for. See, he knows. Okay, go to the Pokedex, yeah. and then it'll say how many you've caught and how many you've seen. I've caught 19. Okay. I've seen 20. I saw that... 20, and that's because it crashed on me, because this game crashes all the time. Everybody else, stop uh, playing so I can sp- play it all the time. <laughs> Speaking of crashing... Uh, Father Fun is here. You just heard him. <laughs> Correct, Matt. <laughs> we are talking about video games. Father Fun, how you doing, buddy? And how uh, many Pokemon have you caught? I skip me a, a rare Pokemon just showed up in my closet. Hang on. <laughs> come, come back to me. Okay. <laughs> no, keep it going. We want to hear. It's, All right. it's called Scyther, right. and I can't even see what it's. Uh... <laughs> I'm I'm seriously catching it right now, guys. <laughs> Father Fun is in the process of catching a very rare Pokemon go, go, on go, Pokemon Go. 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 Uh, I just hit my home button now. Okay, there it is. Uh-oh. Oh, don't hit the home button. That doesn't do anything. Okay, let's see if it, let's see if it escapes. It was flying like up at my head level. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out Father oh, Fun is in his, in his um, Okay, so I have, um, I have caught 30 and I've seen 31. Same, oh, okay. same okay. issue as Matt. It, it, uh, it bugged out on me as I was trying to catch a pincer. Which is the one with the huge? It looks like a big beetle with a pincher on its head. So, full disclosure: um, I've been only playing this this particular one um, since about eleven ten o'clock this morning, eleven o'clock this morning, um, because I restarted with a different name, and the other one I I, I I was playing for two days straight, and the number I had was stupid. So I've I've invested way too much time in this game. Is my point? Yeah. So you can guess what today's episode is going to be about. Um, for better or worse, we're talking about Pokemon today, folks. Oh, we're we're doing this episode. He's busy catching something. That's true. I can't so catch like... this thing. It's flying all over the place. How many <laughs> has it has it busted out of a Pokeball yet? It's busted out of one, and now I can't hit it with the second one. You gotta watch out for that curve, you know. It's uh... this is... yeah. What's up with that curve? Hey, I've got a curve bonus. Yeah, I'm gonna curve. I, I tried catching an Eevee earlier, and it was like bouncing off of it. Is that normal? No, nothing about you is normal. <laughs> I guess not. Like I, I, I'm, by the way, I'm JP moderator six. I have six Pokemons. <laughs> but, but you live 
in the middle of nowhere in Norman. I live Oklahoma. in a rural area, and for those of you out there with the Pokemon Go's who uh, live in the farms, uh, probably feel my pain. As uh, there is nothing. I live in a Pokemon wasteland. And while uh, two weeks ago I would have welcomed (laughs) such a distinction, right now I feel like I'm just behind the rest of the world. Can can I just say – Wait, hold on real quick. I just want to say Patrick Patrick put his phone down. Did you get it? Did you catch it? I don't know. (laughs) It It went into it, but then it didn't do the win animation, and now it's just my phone. It's just my camera phone. (laughs) I'm living in just reality now. There's no augmentation to my reality. You're just watching life through your phone screen at this point? Yeah. I'm afraid to leave. So it's this really cool-looking one where he he flies, and he's got this huge, like, uh, scythe arm. I think he's a bug-type Pokemon. He's pretty awesome-looking. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm... At this point, I'm actually wondering, like, you know, thinking of some of our listeners who have no idea what it is we're talking about. There, uh, are you sure they don't? If, if you don't know what we're talking about, you probably haven't been listening to us this long. But I'm thinking about like our mothers, guys. Our mothers have no idea what the Pokemans is. They don't know what we're talking about every episode, and they're still listening. This is so fair point. It doesn't this matter. Is a fair point. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, no but... Well, for those of you who aren't familiar, um, it's it's it is a, 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 a game. For the smartphone, it came Android, out like a minute ago, and everyone is playing it. Everybody is playing it. What's great about it, though, is that in order to play it, you've got to get off the couch and go outside and walk around. And mm-hmm. so you go to all these places. Like if you go, you, you have to go to a busy area in order to get the full breadth of the game, right, guys? Like I mean, you can walk down your sidewalk, and you, there's some Pokemon's here and there that you can catch. But if you want to like really live the experience, you got to go where, where where it's all happening. Well. Matt, do you want to tell the story of what we found when we got here? Uh, to- I, I pull, we record here at the at the office in good old Lake Worth, um, technically Green Acres. Oh, wait, we have a catch. We have a confirmed catch. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Got him. Yeah. Oh, this looks pretty cool. What's yeah, it, it called? It's pretty interesting. 430 Scyther. Scyther. <sighs> nice. I will, I will send you guys a screenshot of it. Oh, thank you. And Patrick, <laughs> like, what level are you? I'm only level eight. Okay, I'm level three. <laughs> that, but, but you're, but, and that's important because it determines the strength of Pokemon that you can catch. But your ability to play like the end game with actually going to gyms and battling and stuff is about how powerful your Pokemon are, right? Which is that CP value. So that was the highest one I've caught, which was 435. By, wow. That's by far. Yeah. Like I, I have a 220, but that's only the second highest. But, but if you look at your nearby gyms. Your gyms are being controlled by like 700, 800 power. Yeah, I know. I stopped at one. It, it's not going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's like a 760 something. I had like a, I had 120 something. Yay. Yeah. Um, so tell your story. So, but we, we pulled up to the office where we record every Monday, Chuck and I, here in good old Florida, because um, everybody else is all over the country, gallivanting. But uh, there's some weird guy roaming around in the parking lot with his cell phone. Um, so of course I walked up to him and said, Hey, you're playing the game, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah, trying several of those interactions with people, like just walking by people on the street and being like, Pokemon, yeah, this, is a, this is the guy in the totally empty parking lot of our shopping <laughs> wearing a wife beater when and like cut black. off jeans. It's pitch black at night and his wife's in the car waiting for him and he's hunting <laughs> for a Bulbasaur that he can't find. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> it's so, so you know. funny. Two weeks ago, uh, 
uh, you know, two weeks ago, I, I hate I hated Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and everything has to do with it, and, and everything. I just just no patience for it, uh, no desire for it. Not just totally turned off to the whole thing. Today, um, I'm sad that I'm not like. I'm not caught up with the rest of the world and participating with them in this game. I feel very left out. (laughs) Extremely left out. Did did anybody play the original red and blue Pokemon? I did. I still own blue. For the the Game Boy? Yeah. Yeah, I I played one of them for maybe a sum total of an hour. And I was like, I don't get this. And that was the end of it. Um, So I I was with JP when it came to Pokemon. I was with JP. I was kind of like, I hate what's the point. I don't get it. Um, then the game came out, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been high-roading you for no reason. This is, <laughs> I, I, I want to be part of your world now. It's just it's just fun walking around, and then, like, all of a sudden, a little monster jumps out, and he's, like, literally right in front of you, augmentedly, of course. Well, and I think, and, that's and you the had thing, to catch up. Well, and that's the thing that got me interested in, because, like, I, I've been irritated with, like, Pokemon stuff, because it's all over the internet, If you you know, especially in the circles that we roll in. Yeah. And so you see a lot of like Pokemon joke references and all that. It's like, oh, okay, like this is so like overdone. Like you guys are still doing this stuff, whatever. But then this came out and I was like, and I saw it. I was like, oh, another Pokemon thing, whatever. But then I saw that it was augmented reality, which for listeners who don't know what that means, augmented reality means that it uses our video, like uses the video camera on your phone and actually puts like game graphics into like real world images. So like I was like, now that's a cool idea that they yeah. do that. And so that's when I was kind of interested in checking it out. And then you guys kind of started talking about it a little bit. And I was like, all right, fine, I'm going to bandwagon this thing. And mm-hmm. now like my wife rolls her eyes at me because like I'm at the <laughs> mall today and almost ran the stroller into like the side of the, auto- of, like the automatic door. Um, and like, um, you know, she got irritated. We, we went to the park with our kids last night and I'm like, Hey, can you watch them real quick? I'm going to go check this, uh, this poke stop over here. Cause the sign of our park <laughs> is a stop. All of the ones around me. Too. Yeah. We have a lot of parks around. Yeah, so it's like, and then like last night I went on, I went running and I was like on my run, I like had the game out. So I'm like, I actually didn't do much running. Um, <laughs> but I was, you know, catching Pokemon on my path and, and, and all of that. It was, it was kind of neat, but, um, but yeah, just the augmented reality thing is so cool to me about this, and the idea that it, like, like you said, JP, like it gets you out of the house, off the couch. You actually have to go to locations to do things. Mm-hmm. That's kind of neat. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Uh, my cousins were telling me that they were doing this the other night at uh, the OU campus, Oklahoma University, um, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and there were like 50, 50 to sixty people walking around campus hunting down Pokemon, and. Um, what it reminded me of, and I was telling, uh, I was talking to Patrick about this before you guys came came on. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Chuck when one of the hurricanes hit us, and everyone in our city like lost power, and like the city was like shut down for like a good two or three days, and nobody had anything to do but go outside. Yeah, and we were like socializing with like everyone around us. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what this is reminding me of, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, there, there's this new thing. Like, everyone's going outside. Everyone's just running into each other. And, like, there, there's no, like, kind of embarrassment about it. I mean, maybe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but for the most part, people are just like, Pokemon, Pokemon. Oh, yeah, we're all out here for the same thing. And it's, I mean, is this is this the future of uh, of social media? You mean actually being social? social? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm serious. Hey, like, Don't copy me. <laughs> Like, do you think, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Facebook bought Oculus Rift, which, uh, you know, it's not augmented reality, it's virtual reality. 
But do you think like the next step is like, okay, in order to interact on social media, you actually have to go interact with like real people at the same time? Like, is that gonna, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, it's interesting to see, like, it'll be interesting to see what the offshoots of this are, like how this game impacts the industry, both social media and gaming industry, because, and we won't see that for another five, five or seven years, a development cycle. But I, but I guarantee you that there are people who are like, Oh, this is a great idea and I can do this with it. But the development cycle is going to be such that it's going to take a while, but we'll see, we'll see something. We'll see something interesting. What I, what I think is fascinating is, as somebody who did play the first Pokemon games, um, is that I think that this is a really interesting development of the Pokemon IP, um, intellectual property, which, because, because it, those games, even though they were generation one, you know, um, uh, I guess they were Game Boy Advance, were they? No, they were the original Game Yeah, Boy. regular Game Boy, yeah. Um, they were always a social game. Even though they were on this individual, you know, the Game Boy was as individualistic as your gaming platforms go. You couldn't really watch somebody play them. But when they released Red and uh, Red and Blue, they released them, and they had completely different – not, not completely different, but there were Pokemon that were unique to each version. Right. And the idea was – and it came with a connection cord to connect your Game Boys together so that you would go and, – and trading was a big part of it. And so you would go and you would catch – whatever a sore and somebody else would catch the whatever a sore and then you would trade them back and forth mm-hmm. and trading was beneficial to both of you because there were certain pokemon one of the things that pokemon does is that it, it there are these like family trees and so you 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 catch like a level one pidgey and then that which is like a pigeon and then after you collect a certain number of them then they, then it can evolve to a pidgeotto and then after a certain amount of time then a pidgeotto can evolve to a pidgeot and uh, and and in order, there were some Pokemon that in order to level them up, you had to trade them. In order for them to become more powerful, you had to trade them. And if you wanted to, quote, catch them all, which is the phrase of the game, you had to either play it twice <laughs> or you had to know somebody who had the different version so that you could play. So I think it's an interesting... It's an interesting rollout of that because what it's doing is it's creating, it's recreating those experiences from the early 90s that I remember having with my friends of like calling them up and being like, hey, I got an extra whatever. Do you, do you still need that Pokemon? Right. And, uh, and going, going over their house and, and doing that. Now, we don't have trading in this game yet, but it is something that has been promised to us. Right. Um, the, the the other thing was you could battle with friends. You know that was another social thing is you could you could take your Pokemon and have them fight with each other. Um, that hasn't been implemented fully yet, but that'll hopefully be something that we see in the the game as it comes along. I think it's I think it's fascinating what they're doing with Pokemon. Yes, but how many of you have looked up already the Pokemon Go Plus? What? You don't know what it is? You haven't looked no. up no. the bracelet. The smart, no, the smart no. watch. I'm oh, not great. kidding. Here we you. go. Here we I'm go. Not, I'm not kidding you. Uh, we're being um, trolled here. No, no, it was it was announced with the game. It's just it's sold out. You can't get it. It um, sold out instantly. It's on pre-order and all those sold out. No, it is a little little Pokemon emblem that attaches oh, your hand, that. or you can clip on it stuff, and it vibrates whenever one's near you, and you can visit. Um, Pokestops or catch them by pushing the button so that you don't have to constantly have your phone or have your phone running. See, 
that, I'm, I'm, that's interesting. I'm surprised they haven't developed like Apple Watch functionality. Out that. Well, that's the thing that's being talked about now. Is they're thinking. I think the original plan was they could do all their own thing and make it. Now people are already like, if you look on Reddit and things, they're going crazy saying make it compatible with the Apple Watch and charge me for the app. I'll pay for it. Just charge me. For yeah. It. Right. So they're 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 already talking about that. I'm just imagining the future now where I'm talking to one of you guys, like I'm talking to Matt, and then like his 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 wristwatch rings. He's like, gotta go for a second, and like he disappears. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if Matt is a Power Ranger or if he's going after a Pokemon right now. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> I'm a Pokemon catching Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and getting like with the augmented reality kind of thing and, and like the social element. Like, I was driving over here today and thinking about like like a massively multiplayer online like role playing kind of game. Yeah, like that'd be sweet. Implementation, yeah, we're like like catching like relics and stuff, or like yeah, you know. and like your character, like your avatar character is like on your phone, you know. So it's like the first person kind of thing, and like the weapons and stuff you have are on your phone, and then you meet up and you can fight with someone else, or or or, or join up and do some kind of journey quest kind of thing together. Bartering, like, yeah, like I can totally and crafting. Like all of yeah. that, like I really see, I could really see that taking off. I, I, I would be oh, all no. about it. Elder Scrolls Go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and yeah. I'm, in, I'm interested. Like uh, Father Fun was saying, it'll be a while before we see in the development how this influences everything. But I'm curious because this, it, the augmented reality is not new. The um, PlayStation Vita was like yeah. pretty much marketing augmented reality and they were like basing they were banking the whole thing on that and it failed miserably um this oh, was game, that the, the those card games they were trying to play they were trying to sell where people had like a card and like a little graphic would pop up on top of it and stuff and, no the the playstation vita was just like the um the the you know the psp yeah but i knew you were talking yeah, like yeah. the the more upgraded fancy nonsense right. version of that but they yeah. I, I don't know about cards there was a card game like yeah yeah it's i don't know much of it it's a card game like you like put it in front of the like the camera on the vita and like it can make the card go like three-dimensional yeah yeah, like one of the first augmented reality. Like a dragon pop up or something. Yeah, well, right. Like, like there's apps now. All the kids coloring books because my kids. All the coloring books come with apps now that do that. Yeah. See, so like you download their app, like Creole or Color Fun, and you point it at the picture, and the picture comes up off the page. Um, however, they colored it or scribbled on it. That's how it pops up off the page. That's, that's cool. crazy. That's yeah, cool. I think the first augmented reality thing I ever experienced was um, um, at San Diego Comic Con. In 2009, 2010, maybe, um, they gave away, um, Legendary Pictures gave away Godzilla t-shirts. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. And um, and I got one. Um, I didn't go to the con, but I, you know, I have my means. And um, <laughs> When it comes to Godzilla, you will get one. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> anyway, it had this little, like, tag on the image, and what it did was when you went to their website and you wore the shirt and you stood in front of your webcam on your thing, it caused Godzilla's blue flame to shoot out. <laughs> kind of three-dimensional on there. That which was really cool. And it was great because that was a great selling point for the movie because um, – you know, the, the, the 98 Matthew Broderick film that people call Godzilla, it, um, Iguanodon, Iguanodon. Yeah. He didn't breathe out. He didn't breathe fire. Anything. And so that was like one of the, that was like a, like a, that was like a marketing point to say like, yeah, this is real Godzilla guys. Um, yeah. But it's, but the augmented reality has been around. The app itself is a refurbished and upgraded version of an existing game called Ingress. Yeah. Um, and which also failed, uh, on its own. 
Um, so augmented reality failed as a selling point. Uh, well, failed, I mean, was was Ingress augmented reality or is it just no? I'm like saying GPS? no. I'm saying those two things separately. Augmented oh, okay. reality failed and Ingress failed. And then there's this game that's been a cultural phenomenon already that yeah. realized, hey, let's put both of those together with our branding and create something that has. Um, people literally almost running into walls because we can't stop. <laughs> we can't stop playing it. Everybody is we, playing. That it. guy we just got finished saying we met in the parking lot. He almost hit somebody. He on did the way on the way out, out of the parking, parking lot. lot. It was hilarious. We heard because he just pulled out. He wasn't looking. Yeah, I think. Speaking of that, I just saw something today that apparently some entrepreneurs are. Uh, creating a, an app, a, an app like an Uber for Pokemon Go, like that they'll come and they'll pick you up and drive you around so you can go. Genius, <laughs> genius. <laughs> a cottage industry. I gotta Pokemon get into that. Go. I gotta get a piece of that. Oh, there you go, JP. No, I, I the um like. <laughs> like I got a pickup no, truck. Yo, bro. <laughs> like yo, bro. Like bro. No, trust me. Trust, it's like it's like a fishing guide. Like yo, bro. Trust me. <laughs> I know where all the good trust spots are. Go Norman, Norman Oaks over here. This neighborhood. Yo, you get yourself guaranteed Pikachu. <laughs> guaranteed Raichu. Guaranteed. What you want? What or you your want? money back? I'll tell it's you where it's Skyther at. out there. Skyther's out there. You, you pay me in Pokeballs. It'll be nice. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Pokeballs. The sub shop next door to the office where we record here in, in Florida um, is a Pokestop. On the other side of the wall. On the other side of the wall so here we from where we're at. loading up. And so I'm, I'm just sitting here with the game out and just, just loading up on Pokeballs yes. and eggs. By the time we're done recording, I'm going to have to actually pay money to upgrade my backpack so I can carry more of them. <laughs> I, I read a story on Reddit today. And it was one of those, uh, today, I, today I messed up. And they had read that um, apparently in order to get an egg to hatch, you have to be moving around, right? Like you have right. to walk a certain distance. Or uh, this leave pers- the app running while you drive. It didn't do that. Well, this it person discovered work, actually. If you go too fast, it doesn't work. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're dr- you, I live on a lake where I get to drive at a nice slow speed. <laughs> <laughs> and I have hatched a couple eggs. And by you also, you also have a motorized scooter. You could just, you know. Looking at the ducks. Uh, <laughs> um, I did not uh, well, try it on my motorcycle yet. <laughs> well, uh, this person had had read that if you attach it to if you attach your phone to a ceiling fan, <laughs> it has like the same effect. <laughs> and, and they basically broke their phone uh, because they didn't tie it. They they just tied it down like two two rubber bands. <laughs> like it just went flying off into the. Wall. I just I love the way you told that story, JP. It's like it's like they read that a ceiling fan gives you the same effect. Yada yada yada. They broke their phone. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it worked though either. So <laughs> we won't know because the phone is broke. Well, that's it's, it's like um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so this uh, pretty big phenomenon. We're all having fun doing it. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think the phenomenon will will last? <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. Do you think it'll it'll go away quick or would it be slow? I think the people are going to realize that they're exercising and it's going to stop. It's going to fall off pretty quick. Well, there's a there's a new again. I'm this is coming from somebody who who hasn't played Pokemon that wasn't into it before this came out. I'm totally jumping on the bandwagon, which they literally have me chasing down the street. Um, but isn't there a new game coming out? A new Pokemon game on probably. I mean, but you would need you'd probably would need the latest Game Boy, right? But that's what I'm. Is, 
yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, this could definitely be a marketing tool for the full the full suite of games that actually have storylines and. Yeah, because I'm actually wondering if that'll be when this dies off completely. Like, I think it'll start dying down after the first, like, week when everybody's running around outside. Well, you're, you're, and you're tired of visiting the same stops and um, walking the same path to find the same stinking pigeon. What's it? Pidgey? Pidgey, yeah. they, they, they swarm my house. It's like Alfred oh, Hitchcock. House, it's Alfred Hitchcock's birds is what it is. <laughs> I'm like New York. I'm like, all over the place. I'm like New York City with rotatas over at my house. Yeah, well, they're all over too. <laughs> I've got them climbing around also. But the, so they'll, the thing is, though, that they'll start to go away as you get more powerful. As you level up, you'll, you'll find less and, less and less of those, fewer and fewer of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll start to see the, the more high power ones. Um. Which is nice because those guys. Mm. Yeah, I, I, the, the, yeah, because at level six, I, I'm already seeing a difference in who, who's showing up. Um, You're seeing more like Doduos and Star Us and. Yeah, I got a Star. I got a Star U at level two. I got yeah. a Doduo. I got a Doduo. 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 Um, I um. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of feel like we should also talk about the social aspect of it. I and mean, we've touched on it a little bit, but like really actually talk about the social aspect of this. Cause like, wait, you mean actually have a conversation? Cause I think we've just been rambling for 40 minutes. <laughs> there, there is a photo on Reddit, um, that's kind of making the rounds on, on my Facebook feed as well. Uh, where it's, uh, I guess the, the, the title of the, of the thread was, um, the result of Pokemon go and it was a dude taking a selfie and it was like it was the guy the guy was black and he had his two black friends and then there were like two women and like an older guy and it's basically like you know saying that it's bringing everybody together yeah of all races and all ages and all and all genders yeah well and i think i i feel like this came at a really interesting time because yeah. like you know the country is like a nightmare right now yes it is and this is like like the kind of like I don't know, like necessary pressure valve kind of thing that like, and I don't feel like it's a distraction, but I feel like, I feel like it's kind of a bit of a remedy, but it's also raising some interesting areas of conversation. Cause I know Patrick, you, you shared on Facebook, uh, I think yesterday, a really great article, I think from IGN about how this is something that like, as a, like a black man talking about wanting to play the game realizes like if he plays it as it's meant to be played, like he could potentially get shot. Right, and it's a higher risk than you were. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so like it, like bringing up these kinds of uh, these kinds of things and thinking about it in ways that you just you know like I would have never thought about that. Um, and so the way that the game, the way the game comes up to you know comes into this this kind of time and place and helps with some of those conversations as well as also offering a bit of a a relief and release. I mean, like I've seen, I saw a picture of a Black Lives Matter. Um, um, protest yesterday or today and um one of the photos was somebody they had taken a photo of like of like a like a uh, what is it like not a geo orb whatever one of the one of the pokemon it's like a a rock pokemon anyway it's like floating he called a geo dude geo dude thank you um and it's, <laughs> you. i think it's a geo dude and it's like floating in between two like fully like armed out riot gear cops <laughs> that they're standing the opposite side from you know like the, that's so punk rock yeah, that is so punk rock. To me. Play Pokemon Go at a Black Lives Matter protest with riot cops. Uh, 
it could that 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 could also uh, invite some problems because there could be people that are just going to protest so they can walk around the city to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's a good yeah. chance to do that. Well, I mean, there's there's yeah, and there's been I've read um, several places that there's been people who just are randomly popping out of bushes around police stations <laughs> because they're no. chasing because they're chasing Pokemon. They're not paying attention to what they're doing. Well, there's also you know we talk about these uh, these cottage industries and these entrepreneurial young people. Um, there are another type of entrepreneur. There are people who are robbing people. Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard about, about that. that. The, the lures, like they're like, yeah, they're like using lures or like hanging out at like poker stops and like robbing people who show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two people got arrested yesterday for doing that. Yeah, um, pretty amazing. The game's been out what like four days. <laughs> I know it's, it's already changed our world. I was thinking about that today though, and like, I, is it? I feel like you could just if you're gonna rob somebody, you could just rob somebody. Like I. <laughs> Why go through the trouble of finding a Pokestop? Is it because then people are less likely to notice you coming, I guess? Right. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're a thief, you're combining your two yeah. favorite things to do, playing Pokemon Go and I robbing mean, you're, people. You've got, you've got entertainment while you're waiting for your victim to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not just robbing people. They're catching Pokemon. Like you Maybe they're pretending they're robbing Pokemon. <laughs> but, like, like I, take a moment to, like, let's process the kind of person that we have here. The game has been out four days, and within, like, a, a day or two, somebody's like, hey, you know what? This would be a great way to rob somebody. Like, who is wired that way? Obviously someone yeah. not like me. So, Patrick, is your church, is your church like a Pokestop or a, a gym or anything? I'm a Pokestop. The Lutherans and the Roman Catholics nearby are both gyms, but we are just a Pokestop. I Religionist. Love mm-hmm. So the Catholics and the Lutherans are duking it out? No, they don't. Gyms don't fight each other. They're they're places okay. where where trainers battle each other. Uh, no, but I, but there was a really interesting article that I saw today that was like eight eight ways that churches can take advantage of the Pokemon Go phenomenon. Or yeah, something. I saw that. And it was about like um, it was really interesting. It was about like it was basically about creating hospitality, right? Uh, making making sure that people who were around your church. Especially, it's so interesting that this comes out in the hottest part of the year. Right. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it was about, like, you know, hang some signs, tell people that they're welcome to come and enjoy the air conditioning, to use the restrooms, to have have some, you know, cookies from church ladies, you know. Have a have a Pokemon ambassador. <laughs> that would be uh, so great. I would love to, like, just follow this thing all around town, and then, like, I come up to a Pokestop, and there's, like, free lemonade. I'm like, yes. Right. Score. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, it's kind of an interesting idea. I haven't kind of moved on it at all, but well, because I, I thinking about it, it's like you know, it, 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 there's a there's a possibility at least one person <laughs> is going to like go into a church that they've never been to before and maybe be like, hey, you know, this place is kind of pretty. Like <laughs> maybe I'll come on Sunday or whatever, or maybe they show right. up playing Pokemon on Sunday. Like, oh, what's going on in there? And they just stay. You know, like I think I, I'm waiting for like 10, 15 years from now to hear like some big mover and shaker of the church like give their testimony, and they're going to be like, yeah. "Oh, hey, remember when Pokemon, Pokemon Go Pokemon. was out?" That's funny. Hey, you know what? And, and for for four days, uh, the church became a social hangout spot for the first time in over a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I saw a funny I saw a funny meme yesterday that was a I think my friend friend posted on my Facebook that was a picture of a guy like on his phone like this like like smiling you know and and it said uh and it said something like 
keep talking, preacher man. This focus stop refreshes every five minutes. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. Maybe this, uh, maybe this, this app is just a, a covert evangelical tool since so many <laughs> churches are pokey stops and gyms. Is that is that the religious equivalent of waiting for somebody to come so that you can jump out and rob them? Oh, like oh man, you, you would do that. You would take stuff? it there, wouldn't you? That's what we're here for. It's what our <laughs> podcast is. I'm oh, here. Oh, and it comes at the fight. time. Oh, and this all comes at the time of the in the lectionary for like uh, uh, pa, uh, Father Fun and I, um, where we talked about the Good Samaritan about people getting jumped while on the road. Like this is all yeah. very relevant, yeah. I haven't. I have. I've totally forgot to check on um, to check at my church on Sunday, but oh, but the thing is, my church is not like really open to the public because we're uh, right. you know on a school campus. So what I'm actually that doesn't matter to Pokemon. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. It's true. But here's the thing that I'm really looking forward to is like I, I'm kind of hoping that somewhere on my campus is a gym. Because I'm going to spend the rest of this week dominating that gym <laughs> so that when school starts. Oh, Father Fun ruined the game. Now we have to pay attention to <laughs> Father Chuck. Father Chuck, sorry. Yeah. Wow. What, There's what, too what, many what, fathers. Leave me alone. But like, could you what? imagine like start of school like in August? Like all the kids come back and they're like, Pokemon Go. And they're like, wait, this gym. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not good enough to like have like a good joke about this. But like, I what? think that like it would be awesome to like be like, yeah, that's right. Like. I'm Father Father Browning, the new chapter. So here's what you here's what you need to start planning. You need to start planning what you're going to name your Pokemon mm. because you can name it when you put it up. And there's a funny story about that that we should talk about. But yes. wait, you need to you need to post the, your head Pokemon um, at your at your gym at, at St Andrews. It needs to be called like Fear the Lord or something Ooh. like that. <laughs> you know, Theodicy. Uh, which which team are you guys on? By I'm the not, way, I'm not on a team yet. I'm not level five yet, so I can't pick. A team. Yeah, I have to be level five. I'm on the red team, Team Valor. Oh, I would it, invite you to be a part of Team Valor. We should well. be a part of Team Valor. We should be on whoever whoever's I'm the a first. Mystic. Huh? Team I'm a mystic. Matt's Matt's team Mystic because he's a pagan. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's something deeper about these Pokemon. Man. Oh wait, wait, wait. So which one? So Team Valor is red, right? Right. Mystic is blue. Wait, look at this red. It blue is funny shirts. that we're wearing the shirts yeah, for the really other the other team. Uh, huh. Oh, and well, the other one's Team Instinct, right? We team all Instinct know. is yellow. It uh, yeah, and it, it seems like it only matters for gyms right now, um, because your your team can hold a gym, and and then I I think you can train your Pokemon at the gym if your team holds it, but if you don't hold it, then you have to battle. I I don't I don't know. I haven't gotten that mm. far. That's that's deep into the end game. <laughs> yeah. Well, well uh, the neighborhood. Chuck, you were joking earlier about um, saying that you're quadrillionaire because uh, Matt made a joke and you said you're making money off of it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about numbers, I read today in Forbes um, yeah. that this has increased Nintendo's value to nine billion dollars. Oh my gosh, they were like on the verge of like almost shutting down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is a good week for Nintendo. Yeah. Good week for Nintendo. Um, so we could probably expect to see, uh, not only, uh, endless amount of Pokemon games, but, uh, Nintendo going to be around for a while. I think it's funny that clearly the company who made this game did not anticipate <laughs> that the entire population of America would play this game. No, no, because well, nobody played Ingress. <laughs> so in, yeah, and Ingress is the same company. I mean, Ingress was yeah. their kind of like soft launch kind of to see if this would work, and it wasn't as popular, obviously. So No, but I am so thankful for the about 
three days that I played Ingress because when yeah, this game launched and I realized what it was, I knew where everything was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I know where to go for all the Pokestops. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is that that's oh, pretty funny. Hmm? Yeah, play I played it for about three days, just long yeah. enough to know like the four places within half a mile of my house. I played it too. Uh, Matt's actually one that got me into it, and I was in, I, I played it for a hot minute. Um, but Pokemon Go is such a stripped down version of Ingress. Um, I could see why I didn't really take Wait, off. Other way around, you mean? Ingress was a stripped down version. Is that what you mean? No, Pokemon Go is a stripped down version of Ingress. Oh, okay. I don't remember Ingress very well. Sorry. That, I did, I, <laughs> well, I just, Ingress didn't really have the augmented reality aspect, which right. I think is the huge uh, winning part of yeah. this. Because to me, Ingress was Pokemon Go without the Pokemon that you catch. All you had was the gyms and the Pokestops. You had those equivalents. You had these little towers. Right. Um, you had the hack portals. Yeah, portals. Thank you. Like they well, had the hack portals, and uh, it never worked. It's a waste of yeah. time. <laughs> one of the successes of Pokemon in general, and I think one of the reasons why it's working in this format is that it that it 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 it, it goes along with and feeds into that inner like hoarder nature. Oh yeah. That oh, that you that, like yeah. that there's definitely like an end there's an end state of having captured all two hundred and fifty Pokemon. And even though that's unrealistic for us to ever for you and I to ever achieve, um Speak for yourself. you still you still <laughs> want to do it, right? You still want to get there and um gotta, and so going actually out and catching is fun. You know, the the joy I find is I, I'm stuck in the house with the two kids because um, we we have the family getting over a sickness that's been going around. Don't worry, it's not adult. I'm not um, worried. Not adult level, like uh, it's a kid, one of those kid things. Um, so we've been stuck inside for the two of their sakes. And today we were like, hey, let's go catch Pokemon. And my three-year-old son, Bond, is like, what? Do what? So I like told him, showed him for like half a second what it was. He dragged me around the neighborhood for a while um, to catch him, and it was a blast. Like we're wandering around outside, and he's holding the phone, waiting for it to buzz, and he's like, "Daddy, they won't come get it." Like, and then they finally show up, and he'd be all excited. And Bella wanted to turn my four-year-old, who's turning five in a couple of days. A couple of days. Whoa! Wow. Oh my gosh. In two days. Crazy. Sorry, wow. I just had one of those moments. Like, she's going to be five years old in two days. <laughs> well, I, I, I walked with Charlie. Um, I've taken him out looking for Pokemon. He, like, when he sees the screen, he's like, Pokemon. He, like, knows what it is. But then, like, I've tried to show him, like, look, there's, like, the monster thing. And, I, like, I put the image in front of him, and he just, like, doesn't really care. He's like, oh, stick. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's looking just, through the phone, pointing yeah. at a stick. <laughs> he's just sort of, That's like, funny. not really into it. But That's funny. It's still, he, he's, his excitement is he gets to get outside. And you've been taking Erinine out, right, Patrick? Yeah, I'm just in a stroller though, and like you know, I talk to her and tell her what we're doing, and then she's—I mean, she's the same way. She just is just starting to talk, and so she's more interested in where her bottle of water is and if she still has <laughs> her backpack with her and that kind of stuff. You so, know? so this game is actually taking our generation that was raised with like the the influx of video game systems and games and stuff. It's taking us and causing us to actually go outside with our children. Yep. What are they doing to us? Is it creating better parents? Is this game creating better parents? <laughs> well, yeah. no, they're, they're showing, they're showing people with like clinical depression or like feeling happier, like since playing it's, it because it like gives them motivation to get out of bed and do something. Uh, so you don't think it'll last. Do you think this will have some long-term effects on Nintendo? Like, do you think they'll uh, they'll kind of run with the augmented reality thing? I mean, I, I heard they're they're aren't they revealing something kind of soon, something new, some yeah, kind of like new system? Yeah, or? the NX. 
Okay. No one knows anything about it. Um, yeah. It's just it's just a Pokemon Go machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's, it's a, a car. Pokemon it's a Go car. car. Well, you just get in it, and it's they're they're in your windshield, and you have to like flash your lights at them to catch them. Well, I mean the thing <laughs> the thing Nintendo has been doing a lot in recent years. I mean, I really think Pokemon was kind of the impetus for them. But they've been really big around like making games social. That's been kind of their big their big focus. I mean, the, the Wii was built around that idea, you know, like, like you, know, you had like Pokemon, you had like Mario party and yeah. smash brothers. And then you got the, then the Wii came out around like casual gaming and like people getting together and doing stuff like as yes, friends or whatever. Then with the Wii U, they just kind of felt like they weren't like real gaming or gaming systems anymore or whatever. And so they tried to become more of that. And it didn't really work for them. So I don't know, like this seems to be like kind of next step in what they've been doing with social stuff. I mean, you know, even though they they themselves did not develop this game, um, it's still part of like that kind of philosophy of theirs. So I don't know. I mean, I know I know nothing about the NX, but I would not be surprised if this doesn't affect some of the way they do things in the future. I mean, related to this also, I think is the use of the amiibos, which have been very popular for Nintendo. Um, I, they didn't they? Uh... No, that was Star Wars that canceled it. But explain what Disney. an amiibo. Yeah, Disney Disney canceled the Star Wars ones, but oh, okay. explain what an amiibo is, Charles. So amiibo is it's it it's like a little statue, it's like a little tiny little statue, um, and in it is a chip, and you can put it on like there's a section of the controller on the Wii U, you can sit it on there at different points of a video game, and like things can happen with it. Like um, the only one that I own, and the only time I, obviously the only time I ever used one is with um, um, Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess High Def um, remake they did for the Wii U. It came with it comes with um, Link as a form of a wolf from the game, and what you can do is um, it can save the game to the chip, so you don't have to like go through the whole menu and everything. So you start the game up and set the thing on there. But the other thing it does it offers like a hidden level, mm. um, so you can set the thing on there and it gives you a hidden level. But they're going to incorporate that same amiibo in all the other amiibos. Like if you have other Zelda ones, by the way, like with Legend of Zelda, some of them like you stick on there and it'll just like reload your arrows or like reload your hearts or whatever. But mm-hmm. at the new Zelda game that's coming out for the Wii U, um, Breath of the Wind, which looks awesome, by the way, um, you can um, stick the um, Wolf Link amiibo onto the controller, and then you get a Wolf Link that will help you in the game mm-hmm. that, like, runs around with your character or whatever. And, like, you can go find items and fight enemies and be a companion kind of like Skyrim with you. Um, and so that's been really – I think Nintendo has seen some, some, some action with that a little bit. I mean, because amiibos themselves become very collectible. Um, Nintendo people really like them. Other companies have tried doing things with these sorts of toys that also work. Um, Lego has a thing um, that's been kind of okay for them, but not really as big as they were hoping, I don't think. But like the Amiibos have been pretty successful for Nintendo. I mean, that's been kind of a... They, they've managed to be... Like, like same kind of thing like we were talking about with AR and other stuff. Like, for some reason, with Nintendo, uh, they figured out a way to make it work. So did, well, Disney Infinity tanked, though, right? Yeah, Disney Infinity seemed to have tanked, yeah. What, what's interesting is that you're... Is that we're talking about two sides of a very similar coin. So Pokemon Go is bringing digital into your reality. That's the augmented reality part. And things like Amiibo and Skylanders and LEGO Dimensions are about bringing the physical into the game. Right. Right. Mm. And that there's actually like a toy that you can put onto a game pad and then play that toy in the game. Right. So is it all, this is all I care about. Is it all moving us one step closer to the holodeck? 
<laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost there, man. Because that's what we make want. It, we want a fun. holiday. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I, I mentioned earlier uh, our favorite movie critic, uh, Devin Faraci, wrote an article on, on Pokemon Go uh, because this is so popular even he has uh, taken part in it. He wrote, he wrote this great article and he actually stacked uh, augmented reality up against virtual reality. And he's, he seemed to be in favor more of augmented reality or virtual reality. Do you think that those two are going to uh, – uh, I don't know. Do you think we're, it's going to be a competition between the two uh, mediums or do you think they'll kind of just – we'll just do enjoy both? All joking aside, I, I, I think the two will merge to mm-hmm. create the closest thing because, I mean, we're, we're far away from any holodeck kind of conversations. Yeah. With, I mean, Matt – when we went to Fan Expo Dallas, we, we got to play on the uh, the Vive. Yeah, which was pretty was amazing. Awesome. We laughed at it before we tried it. We're both like, oh, yeah, virtual reality, like it's new. I mean, it's been around forever. And yeah, then we right. put it on and we both were like, okay, this is different. The Tilt um, Brush especially is like an incredible programming. Right, but here's, here's my thought on it and here's what I think. When you put on, when you're looking at augmented reality, you're stuck with um, your phone screen or... If it's a computer screen interacting with, you're looking through something that you're holding right now, as of now, where we're at with augmented reality. When you put on virtual reality, you're in a virtual world that's totally disconnected from the one outside of you. So mm-hmm. when we were trying it in the mall, there's part of you a little concerned about running into those <laughs> ropes that are keeping you inside the boundaries. Or shipping on the wire. So if they merge the two and you have a augmented virtual virtual reality where you put something on and literally everything around you morphs into part of this world. So you can literally interact in the world that you're standing in. Um, So the objects in the world, basically think of it like your table takes on some kind of a skin that makes it look like a car parked there so you don't run into it. Um, And you're literally playing in your house, but an augmented virtual reality would be probably the most realistic and closest thing we could get right now to a holodeck with the technology that we have. Well, did you see that projector thing that Microsoft... Have you seen this, Patrick? The, the, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Microsoft made this projector. Have you guys seen the video of it? Um, it was designed, I think, originally... Was, was it Was it connect... It was related to the Kinect, right? Yeah, I used the Kinect as a, to, to survey the room, and then they connected it to, like, a projector kind of behind or on the sides or something... So I continue explaining. So what it does is it scans the room and like it looks at all the objects in the room and then it accounts for like distance, all this kind of stuff. And it can project a different image on like one thing that they showed it do is like it could make your room say look like a cartoon. Like you could like outline your furniture and so make a look at the Simpsons or something. But the other thing that it was I thought was really cool is like a, like you're looking at a first person shooter game and it could map the areas that are outside of your TV screen on the wall and it looks flat. So, like, say, like, in the screen, like, you're shooting at someone in front of you, and there's, like, a sniper on a building and a roof shooting down at you. You could actually see the, the flame of the gun, like, in the upper corner of your wall. And so when wow. you actually point your controller up, it, like, sweeps up. The whole so, wall kind of moves, yeah. yeah so, that would freak me out. <laughs> yeah, it's and, it's pretty awesome. And and even on, like, a, even, even on a less immersive level than that, it could do stuff like... If you were in a level that was taking place in Russia and there was like snow or something, it could make it look like there was snow falling in your living room. Yeah, it's crazy. Because that's just nuts stuff. That but it is insane. very much like what what's uh, that augmented virtual reality that Matthew is talking about. Yeah. 
Like I can see that kind of stuff taking off. I think I think Devin Fracci's point in his article that the thing about the problem with virtuality is you have to put like goofy junk on yourself. Right. Um, not too. You many, have to kind of shut yourself off to the world as well. Right. I just don't see a whole lot of people really doing. I mean, there there's definitely people out there who will, mm-hmm. but I think that that's still kind of a niche kind of thing. Like I I, I, I let me just say that like. At the age that I'm at where I have the disposable income to be able to buy virtual reality and all that kind of stuff, I probably would not use it because, like, I've got kids. I've got other things that, you know, I need to be able to, like, you know, at the drop of a hat, hit pause and, like, disengage. Yeah. If I have to be completely immersed, like, that's going to be really hard for me to live that kind of life. I see, I see VR, like, as we understand it now, being very niche. I see augmented reality being much more accessible. The idea of creating sort of an immersive environment, like with a projector and that kind of thing, I see really taking off. Um, I don't know about like putting headgear on and doing as much as cool as it would be. Like, like I think about all the time, like how much I'd love to play Skyrim, right, in oh, yeah. like a VR setting. But and that's the thing though is I think we have so many failed technology things that are waiting for the right, just like a. Uh, Augmented reality was somewhat of a failure. I mean, it's been around. It didn't fail. So was virtual reality. But it was somewhat of a failure. Bro, I love Virtual Boy. I love Virtual Boy. I'm not going to lie. It was very cool. (laughs) But it gave me headaches, though. Um, But just like like we were talking about, augmented reality and Ingress were both a failure until somebody came along, placed them together, and had Pokemon behind it. Mm -hmm. and, And it took off. We have things that have been failures for right, for good reason, like Google Glass. That's mm-hmm. just waiting yes. for the right person, though, to come along and do like an augmented virtual reality where your headgear you're putting on is nothing more than a pair of sunglasses, not some giant goofy thing. Right. And you can literally interact with the world around you while looking like you're just part of that world. Like you you could walk from your kitchen where you're on some starship fighting an alien, your baby starts crying. You turn around and walk out of the kitchen. You're back in your house, and you don't do anything to change it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think Google Glass, something like that. I think that, that that's the kind of technology that's sort of doomed to fail. I mean, when like, well, Google Glass it was a failure when they announced it. I laughed. Like, <laughs> well, but I mean, I just, I just don't see like, because people who wear eyeglasses don't want to have to have glasses on their face, right? And so, or can't can't focus on something inside their eyeglasses. Right. That's why you're wearing the glasses. Right. So that's why I have like the, 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 like wearable technology. I think like it's it, it, there. There has to be some kind of. I'm not sure what that thing is to make it catch on. Watches have managed to catch on, but they've really like the watches I found are really handy for like supplementing the phone's t- functionality. That are also and they're also good for like health. Like exercise, that kind of thing. But that's yeah. that's all the things I see being like. You think what the Nintendo Wii did with Wii Fit, um, where you were now running on a track or trying to balance, and you and your friends are cracking up laughing, and you're working out, but you're right. cracking up laughing playing a game. Those are the kind of things I see where an augmented virtual reality would catch on because a gamer, when he's home alone, will play a shootout or some like alien invasion game with his virtual reality augmented thing where he's jumping behind his bed that's now like a giant spaceship but then a group of people can get together and do like the dance off kind of games at a party or 
can race each other on some kind of a tre- I mean, you could literally stand on a treadmill and be racing each other through whatever world you want to race through. So I could see where something oh. like that would take off Dude. if the right person got got a hold of it and it had the right names behind it, just like what we're seeing now with the Pokemon Go, where Ingress was like ignored completely and this one's taking over the world well one of the things you guys i, I realize i probably should have mentioned because we're talking about this so we have at the school i work at we have um this um we basically have a hollow deck at our school um we have a room it's called an immersion lab it has um it has projectors facing all four walls of the room the room the walls are white um, and it can project an image in 360 degrees around you. So, like, if you can get, like, a 360 image like with a camera or whatever, you can print it on, you can like the, project it on the walls. Like the Disney's Fantasia thing at yeah. Magic so, Kingdom? Or, yeah, yeah. Where so you're like, standing in the middle of a room looking around. Like, yeah. Like, so you can take, like, we have, like, we have 3D cameras at the school that we can, like, take with us. So, like, we go, like, say, you go to the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. You hold it up in the middle, take the 360 photo. You can then plug it into the thing, and so you can have a class like you're in the middle of the National Cathedral. So we have so so like so what you're talking about right there is actually kind of a cool. Like I, I can see that actually taking place, like like in a kid's bedroom or something. You turn like imagine if you could turn like all four walls into where it looks like the Nostromo from Alien, and like you have like Alien Isolation, but it's like you can do that in a kid's bedroom. <laughs> in a kid's bedroom, I know. Yes, responsible parent here. Hey man. Some kids are cool with Alien. Whatever. You're going to make an your kids' bedroom to LV426. Hey, man. You know, if, whatever. If, Chuck, if you're cool parents. If Chuck, lived, if Chuck lived on the Enterprise, he'd turn the safety off in the holodeck when he sent his kids in. I mean, come on. They've got to learn on. to live. Cling on. Yeah. yeah. He's like well, Warf. Speaking, speaking, hey. of, speaking of Star Trek, by the way, just real quick, yeah. um, there was a tweet today from Will Wheaton um, where he like he said, "Look, I tried to warn y'all guys about po- Pokemon Go in the '90s, and it was like some clip. Uh, Patrick, maybe you can tell me what episode it is where he plays some like video game where it like augments like reality over everything he sees." Oh yeah, no, I remember the episode, but uh, but not in detail. Anyway, he makes some comment about how he's like um, he's like, "You better hope Brent Spiner's around to bail y'all out." Hold on, we can bet. cut that joke. That's not funny. I'm gonna so- cut it out because you mentioned Will Wheaton, but. <laughs> So I wanted to bring up something, something about uh, kind of corporate responsibility. I saw a, uh, I saw a tweet today that I think was a joke, but I, but I really like the idea. Um, somebody said, "Hey Nintendo, please make rare Pokemon show up at election polling places on November 8th. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. They're not going to vote. They're just going to catch them. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, if you're there, I mean, like, if I, I think that that's such... Aren't we voting not, between yeah. two Pokemon? I mean, like, <laughs> we're voting between two of them. <laughs> a Trumpasaur and a... Uh, I, uh, I, I think that's just such an interesting idea and the way that you can start to use... I mean, I'm sure that there are other ways that you can use these VR things for the public good. I mean, as a, as a Christian and as a pastor, I would say that, we're, like, we're kind of seeing that a little bit with Pokemon Go with churches being Pokestops, you know, and, and at least giving people the opportunity to experience, experience something or develop relationships that they've been, that they've felt like they've been allergic to. Right. Or hand, hand tracks out to people while they're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, but like, uh, I just, Jesus I, wants to catch that's you. That's a really cool, a really cool usage of the technology <laughs> to make it easier or more attractive for people to become involved in and connect with each other in ways that matter to society at large but no i think you're right patrick um there was a comment on the devin Ferracci article that i read today where th- someone pointed out like 
why not in like the information about the Pokestop, why don't they also mention like this is a Red Cross shelter or like, you mm. know, like in an evacuation, like this is a place where you can go like, you know, like to let people know like tornadoes, because, disasters, right, like whatever, right. get that kind of information out as well. Because they know that even if there's a tornado, we're still going to chase a Pokemon out in the storm rather than go into the shelter anyway. So, <laughs> well, there's, there's probably a, a tornado-themed Pokemon, right, I would right. imagine. You're chasing, storm chasers takes oh, on yeah, a whole new meaning. <laughs> and here in Florida, we, we're not even really, really into hurricane season yet. You know there's going to be some gold photos coming out in like September, October. <laughs> <laughs> Magikarp's flying through the air. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier on in this episode, like the thing that really impresses me with this, aside from the technology and all that kind of stuff, is the way that it has become a social thing. And mm -hmm. in, a, in a world right now, like it's so beautiful that this thing comes at a time when we feel some of the most divided we've ever felt as a nation. That you've got, like you were telling me earlier, Matt, like you were walking around your neighborhood and you met people from ages 9 to 30 playing this game um that you've got people rather than like where technology has often been blamed for making us feel more afraid of each other than ever you've got complete strangers sort of joking and interacting with each other i mean i had this sheepish interaction with this kid yesterday at the at the park i went over to the sign at my park to you know there's a pogo stop and i saw this kid walking by he had this kind of sheepish he had his phone out and he had this look on his eye and like he looked at me and i looked at him and we both like had this knowing look like yeah, we're totally playing Pokemon right now, but we're not like <laughs> we're not brave enough to admit that we're playing Pokemon. And like we both tried to look at each other's phone screens to see if we were playing Pokemon. <laughs> and like we both kind of like recognized that's what we were doing, so we sort of nodded and just went about our way. But like we had like a moment, like an interaction with each other. And like it's adorable. Yeah, and I, you know, that's the, and like today at the, I was at, I was at, I was at a mall today, and I saw people everywhere in the mall clearly playing Pokemon. That's so funny. And One guy walked right off the second floor of the mall. <laughs> <laughs> You'll read about it, Florida man. Florida man, Florida man falls from. There's the second a guy floor going down an up escalator. <laughs> you know, I think about like I think it's cool that like churches and stuff are involved, but in a way, like you know, this is doing a thing that you know I feel like the church, in a way, you know, could be doing and should have been doing a long time ago, is finding ways to be like. A social gathering place. I know you made a joke about that earlier, JP. It's like the first time that like the, the church has been like on a social place in like a hundred years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, well, it's, the church is not exactly ahead of the curve when it comes to technology. <laughs> you true. know what I mean? Like, it, uh, what's what's really bringing people together these days, whether we like it or not, is technology. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, you know, like for the church, like this is an effective thing if like it's not gimmicky and like corny. Right. Like there's a really corny way of doing it. Like I made the joke earlier about like Jesus wants to catch them all or whatever and like hand out tracks and that kind of thing. Yeah. But like the idea of like putting lemonade out and just letting it be a place where people hang out, I think yeah. is a really like that's 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 kind of, you know, you know, are you changing the world? I don't know, but you're maybe, ch you know, potentially changing someone's world to think differently oh, of the church. Like, oh, this place was to hate me. Like, oh, actually, they're like being really hospitable and friendly to us. Well, that's that's something I talk about in my um, in my book I wrote years ago. Yes. Um, Fix me, love them, Christianity as it should be. Uh, find <laughs> it on I, Amazon. I post a link to it on every episode. <laughs> but that's something I talked about on that. If people stop trying to change the world and focused on changing the interactions between each other, that would actually change the world. Yeah. Um, if we quit worrying so much about changing the world and making sure that I, this Pokemon Go came out, how can I use it to reach the world and save the loss? 
instead mm. if we just put lemonade out and right. talked with people yeah. and Hang hung out. out and yeah. it would actually change the world. Well, it's like, like so my so my former youth, like you know, they've seen that I'm playing it right now, and their head is sort of in their mind. It's like my my my, my former priest is playing Pokemon. Like <laughs> you know, if you're like you know, like it's just sort of like the idea of these people you think are sort of stodgy and stuffy and not really you know like around for these kinds of things. Like to think that like there's someone out there who actually like takes the time to think about you and care about you rather than has an agenda that they're trying to like, I mean, obviously you have an agenda, but that's not being like, you know, browbeating someone with it. Related to this is Westboro Baptist church. I heard about this. Yeah. Is very, in, is, is getting involved in the Pokemon go game. Um, because apparently their church is a gym. <laughs> oh no. And they have apparently, um, they use a Jigglypuff <laughs> to try no, to defend. No, 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 no. What happened with Westboro Baptist was they were identified as a gym, which seems to be kind of a, a random thing that you get chosen to be a gym. And somebody um, in Topeka, so Westboro Baptist is in Topeka. Somebody in Topeka um, won, won the gym, became like the head trainer at the gym, and they were holding the gym um, with a, a, a Pokemon called a Clefairy which is like a fat pink fairy which is uh, awesome which is awesome and they named the they named the pokemon love is love and and so and then and then somebody went by Westboro Baptist noticed it was a gym and looked and took a screenshot of it and posted it and went viral um went on the web you know isn't it awesome that Westboro Baptist pokemon right now is love is love but then but then Westboro Baptist took that and like and have gone and like created like videos about uh, with I guess Jigglypuff like singing a a song about how, about how Clefairy is a sodomite and how it's gonna God is gonna rain destruction down upon the world because of all of the Clefairies of the world and <laughs> like in in a totally non ironic and serious way right, that's right. They, do, that, right? they have they have a great media uh, department um, that just puts out some quality stuff oh yeah I uh, saw their I saw their uh, take on the Pokemon theme song where they rewrote it and they had that lady singing it with the piano accompaniment it was yeah that, groundbreaking that, awesomeness you know ever <laughs> since ever since Fred Phelps died it's just been parodies of popular songs they've they've gone full Weird Al so it's like they're not even really a threat anymore <laughs> and you actually wait, called wait, them wait, once wait. JP. As, as I, I did. I called him twice. Don't, wait, don't don't lump poor Weird Al in, in with them. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I, I called them twice, Chuck. Uh, many years back, I did. Uh, back when they weren't, they were not that popular. I had just stumbled across a documentary about them on YouTube, and uh, I looked them up, and their their phone number was was displayed. And I just decided to call them and ask them um, about their. Um, like if if they send out missionaries because I was was interested in becoming a missionary, <laughs> I was looking for a church to become like their official missionary, um, and they did not have nice things to say to me. <laughs> they were very rude to me, <laughs> very rude. So I called them again, <laughs> as you do when people because are because rude. they hung up on me. They hung up on me. I was like, I don't appreciate you hanging up on me. I wasn't done talking, <laughs> and they they cursed me out and hung up. Uh, hopefully that person is fired. I don't know. Um, I doubt it. Or per, they were probably they probably became like lead pastor of the church. <laughs> probably Fred Phelps' daughter. So okay. So you know the the great thing about this whole thing and uh, how much time do we have left? Because my open on the whole another can of worms. Ten minutes. We'll see. We'll just see what happens. This this is kind of a good last topic. I think. Um, 
what what kind of person I know we're saying that this is attracting all different types of people from all walks of life, but is there something that all these people, all of us have in common? You know, what kind of person is this attracting? Like what kind of person, what is the average Pokemon Go person? Are they just all people who are really into techie stuff? What gra- What is it about the 60-year-old who sees this and is like, oh, this is amazing, I'm going to do it, and us, and then like the 15-year-old? What, what do we have in common? We're all awesome. Okay, that's one thing. That's Matt's take. All right, for um, real though, for real. Serious, <laughs> serious. This, is this just our way of life now, is exploring technology? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is I I actually think that this I mean just judging by the six people I ran into walking around the lake this afternoon with my kids, um, who I'm not it's not even six people I'm assuming we're playing. These are six people that legitimately made a comment to me about the game that we are both playing. Uh, that doesn't count the insane amount of cars I watched pull up, stop, sit there for a while and then leave that I can only assume are doing the exact same thing um, which is funny We you used to see a car pull up in front of a house stop for a while, sit there kind of, you know, then pull off and leave and you'd see people loiter and wander around and guys roaming the parking lot at night in the dark and you used to be, you know most of us would probably have thoughts of like well, I don't know what they're up to now we all assume they're playing Pokemon <laughs> but, um, but but what I've seen, and the the common thread I'm seeing is that there is no common thread that I'm seeing. I've seen all ages. I've seen all races. I've seen, um, we'll say, all genders. I've seen people with dogs. I've seen people without dogs. I've seen people with kids. I've seen single people. I've seen married people. I, I, have, I don't know if there is anything in common. Have, have you seen Calvinists? I don't know. <laughs> Believe it or not, they weren't. This game has. I, I'm no. I'm not going there. You <laughs> almost had me. Do you think John Piper plays Pokemon Go? <laughs> no, because you have to have a sense of humor to play Pokemon Go. I think. I, I think that it's what what Matt's saying is is accurate, and that there is a, a big split. But I also think that this is very similar to um, reemergence of Star Wars in a way. I, I think that what we're seeing is a group of people that this is predominantly being pushed. You guys are not this group, but it is predominantly being pushed by people in my demographic who played the original game when it came out, when we were like 10 or 11 years old and are now, and now we have kids who we want to show them, you know, like, look, isn't this fun capturing small animals in these globes and forcing them to fight each other? Isn't this fun? And uh, Virtual and, dog fighting. And it's cute. Honest. And, um, you know, isn't this interesting? And, and that that's kind of what drives, I don't know. And plus, plus, I think, like I said, it gets down to that baser, like, we want to be the, we want to be the best. Like, we want to be, we, we, we want, we see a gym, you know, that's occupied by, a level 1000 cleffery and we want to find figure out what pokemon we need to create to be able to hold that position you know that that there's a competitive aspect to it of being able to say oh yeah well i found 30 different ones oh yeah well well um oh i went out at 3 a.m last night and i found this super rare pokemon that you can only get if you're a psychopath who's out at three o'clock in the morning you know like we we want to do that one upmanship we'd like to do that and this is a gamified version of that natural human desire to uh 
to do that. You yeah, know, because as you're talking, I'm mad and becoming competitive because I can see around me that there are three Pokemon gyms, Pokegym, like within within viewing distance on my phone, two of which are red. So I don't team like Valor. I don't like you and your teams. <laughs> There's one blue, two red. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna take them over. By the time I'm on this podcast again, they're mine. You know, you know what's kind of funny? This is sort of reminding me of uh, Matt uh, last year. I think it was about this time last year when we had gotten into the Star Wars Tops Trader, the Star Wars Trader. This card Trader. <laughs> Did you guys try that? No. No. We we were we had it we had an epiphany moment one evening. It was a virtual card trading app. You open packs of cards and you collect them, but it's all yeah. on your phone. Um, Do you battle with them, or were they just cards? No, it's just uh, cards with facts. Look, then. look, look, but, look! Don't yeah. add to our don't add to our thing here. It was cards. I just had to collect my cards. <laughs> I needed my cards, man. But you yeah. had to. But there were like super rare ones. Uh, it was before the Force Awakens came out, and so right. you had to find like the Force Awakens cards, or and they there were certain like, cards with certain borders and stuff. Which and the design looked like the old like seventies yeah, tops. Some of them. Of, some of them. Those, those are the, the ones you really one, want. Hard ones to find. The vintage ones. Um, which, f- let me just say, somehow, shockingly, the limited edition uh, Force Awaken ones were really easy to find because they actually wanted you to find those. That was all marketing. Yeah. Right. But right. Right. aside from that, JP had this began this epiphany moment for us. And JP, since you began it, why don't, why don't you tell people what our epiphany about this card trader app I'm- was? You don't actually get these cards. They don't ever <laughs> materialize. They don't send them to you or anything. You, the, your cards are are available on your phone. And so if you want to look at your card, you can just bring up a card you collected and you can look at it, tap on it, read the facts below, behind it and stuff. However, um, <laughs> well, that, there that, was... Wait, that, that's the underlying thing. That was yeah. the, before you get into where you're going because this is the, the icing on the cake. The underlying thing is you're not collecting anything. Right. You think you are, but you're not. We're we're not actually catching anything. I'm wandering around um catching like Well you you, you purchase information. Um decks. It, it, it's, yeah, well you you actually would pay to purchase decks if some people anyway. Yeah. I don't know who those people would have been of these cards. Gosh. But um but yeah, but then to top it off, to put the icing on the cake, JP, carry on with what you were gonna say. Um you had a checklist for all of the cards and the checklist was in the <laughs> shape of the cards. You already had all the cards. You had all the cards. Every single one. <laughs> it purely fed off of your competitive desire <laughs> to say that I found the card. card. You, no matter how limited it was, you had the card on your phone if you went to the checklist and clicked on it to check it to oh, see wow. if you had it. You could flip it around. You had the card on your phone. <laughs> you owned every card they had from the hardest one to find to the one that you annoyingly got 900 times. Everything it's just cool. on the checklist. The difference is if you owned it, it'd be a little check mark because I have it. Otherwise, there's no check mark, but I can view it. I can show it to you. It's on my phone. Oh, that's hilarious. I could screenshot it and send it to people and pretend I had it. We spent like two weeks trying to collect all these cards. I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny. The checklist is just all the cards. And I almost <laughs> hurt him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I almost threw something at him in that moment. In that moment of pure rage, when he pointed out my absolute stupidity and how I had totally bought in 
to this like pride competition on a phone app. Uh, but yeah, that that didn't last long. Uh, that trend. No, uh, it did. I don't even know if it's still going or not. I don't know. Um, I deleted but... it very quickly. That. <laughs> yeah. So that this is kind of what that reminds me of because it was sort of a rage, not quite. It, it was a rage for like I guess everyone who went to Star Wars Celebration that year, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people that like followed it obsessively, <clears throat> which like was me. which was JP, and then <laughs> their unsuspecting friends who they're like, oh hey look, you should download this app. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks JP. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, all right. Let's see. How do you wrap this one up? What's the moral? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to end this one, guys. Um, I learned are something we today. Heading, are we actually all heading toward a real-life version of that horrible Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates? Mm. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's bad, but it's fun. It's a bad movie. Yeah. I think we're I think we're headed to an augmented reality game version of Left Behind, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think uh. we're heading toward that episode of X-Files where Mulder goes into the video game with Scully. Or... Or are we? Or, or maybe Redemption Go? No. Or that episode of Sliders? <laughs> Gotta collect all those lost souls, guys. Or that episode of Sliders when they slide into that world where it's we, all like a military game? Wait, guys, 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 guys. Can we develop a game? Can we develop like a Pokemon Go kind of game? But like, there's like a virtual person you preach the gospel to, and they like either accept the gospel or not. He's just throwing Bibles at them. Yes. Yes. You're, th- you're hitting them over the head. Bible the verses. Bible verses. Like you're, just, you're tossing tracks. No, just you're, with you're, the- your primary weapon is beating them over the head with the Bible. But you can buy upgrades like tracks so that this you make, can throw this, at them. This all makes me think of one of my favorite, absolute favorite video games. And I, un- I, I completely seriously, unironically mean this. Um, is a game called Spiritual Warfare that's made by Wisdom Tree, which was a uh, Christian video game company from the 90s. Well, they weren't really Christian, but it was a, they have a whole long interesting story. But they made this game called Spiritual Warfare. It was a complete knockoff of The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, we, um, we talked about it on the my first episode. Yeah. So like, but like, like, like I'm I'm kind of envisioning that, like, because like you know again because I mentioned that episode, like you don't actually kill the people. There's like a little animation of the person who's like on their knees praying, accepting Jesus, and then they disappear, which mm-hmm. is weird. Um, and sometimes a demon flies out. Like, how awesome would that game be? Is like an augmented reality kind of thing. Like, what if like you went up to like a random person. Just point your camera at random people. Like, like I hold my camera at you, and I like fling a Bible at you, and sometimes a demon pops out of you. Let's make that game. <laughs> Do it, Chuck. Do it. I love Patrick's dismissive like response to that. Like, just do it. Whatever. Get stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> just quit digging the hole that you're digging right now. <laughs> Whatever. It'd be funny. <laughs> He's like well, reading something. Patrick is like so checked out. <laughs> He's just started to organize his closet. Like <laughs> I feel like Patrick hasn't spoken enough. I think we should let we should hear more from him. For closing, it'll just be Pat talking for like we'll give you five minutes. Go. Five minutes of five minutes of closing. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I will say I am appreciative of uh, being with you guys, and I'm excited to uh, be with you in a couple of weeks when we talk about Star Wars. Star. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. Edit Ooh. that out. <laughs> the shame. Star Trek. Back it up. Star Trek is uh, coming out. Uh, beyond. Yeah. Beyond the blue or whatever it's called. Star Trek um, Beyond. I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. That's gonna be a very big episode. Uh, we're we're planning to go all out on that one. Can't wait. Well, that's exciting. We're going to have uh, George Decay on and everything. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, JP and I already hung out with him, but yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll drop some George Decay knowledge on you guys that we learned while while we were at his panel, you know, and maybe some. Well, maybe we won't drop any William Shatner knowledge. Um, I don't know if he dropped any knowledge. Well, you guys know why he didn't go to Leonard Nimoy's funeral, so you'll share that with us. I do. We do. <laughs> that's the most pressing we thing. We do, and that's how we'll say hello to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's actually kind of funny. He was um, he's going to Comic Con this year. And uh, they've got the cast from Next Generation showing up there. The cast, I think, like everyone from like like Next Generation and Voyager and Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shatner is the only original series actor showing up. Interesting. And he's he's gonna go to that instead of going to Anton Yel- Yelchin's funeral. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Oh. Wow. That was too soon. Too soon. That was bad. That wow. Oh, uh, that's why we have you on here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we also uh, Ghostbusters opens next weekend. Uh, uh, I'm excited. Eh, Mediocre-ish reviews. I'm excited uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the the critics I follow have said it was actually pretty good. Yeah, funny uh, storyline, not great but funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up. Thank you for reminding us. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me yeah man thank we we love having you on board it's always a great episode you can always expect something special guys the regulars any final thoughts on this pokemon go craze and uh i, I don't know how long it's gonna last but i i'm having fun it's getting me outside and hanging out with my kids you know i tried playing the other day <laughs> back i hey. saw something called a called a red red ratatouille <laughs> well side burns I, I i felt like you were a little more traditional and maybe you didn't have a smartphone oh no i got a smartphone he catches pokemon with a lasso it's called an android <laughs> oh you're an android user all right i like to customize <laughs> apple products are a little too stuff then anyway um Cool. All right. So that's great. Uh, Everyone who's listening, uh, if you haven't tried Pokemon Go, we recommend it. All of us, all around, we're having a great time. Please join us. Um, Before it's not cool anymore. Share share funny photos with us on our Facebook page. And join Team Valor, I guess. I don't know. That's right. Team Valor. (laughs) Or Team Mystic. Valor. Mystic. (laughs) Uh, mystics i'm if joining you, i'm joining what's the yeah is anyone gonna is like no one on the yellow team that'd be pretty funny <laughs> that's like the hipsters team, i haven't team, seen a yellow team instinct what are you, that, that's a, that's like the hufflepuff is it it's yellow too right it's yellow too and exactly. those are the house colors of hufflepuff i oh. will i will say that if we're going with that analogy valor would be gryffindor it would and be. I yeah, totally, I totally mm-hmm. put myself right into Slytherin. You totally did. I yes. Did. <laughs> but in this case, I'm okay with it. Deal with it. Thank you, Malfoy. This, this, this is how I'm going to get into Slytherin because I, I, I did do the Harry Potter thing, and they put me in Griffin. I was actually kind of trying to get into Slytherin, um, but yeah, that's another episode uh, <laughs> where we talk about Harry Potter because there's some cool things going on with that actually. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Father Fun, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on board. Uh, Father Chuck, thank you for all of your wisdom and your insight. 
Also, Matt, thank you as well for your wisdom and your insight. And even though you're part of Team Mystic, you know, you're still cool in my book. Join us next week. Uh, does water give you autism? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's not the shots. water. It's the fluoride in the water. <laughs> oh, Kim Trails? Yeah. In the chemtrails. <laughs> uh, the chemtrails and the fireworks make you gay. That was a that was a thing I heard on Fourth of July. Oh man. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us next week. Goodbye. And good journey. Good Go journey. catch them all. Ballard.